Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Daily Retail Investor Podcast. My name is Mason Dupree, and according to Debt.org, 189 million Americans have a credit card with like an average household credit card debt of $8,398. So a ton of people have a credit card. A ton of people have messed up having a credit card. So it's really important to understand the dangers um, when using credit cards and to fully understand what you know what you do with your credit card and how that affects your credit score. And and then later on in the episode, I'll kind of go over the benefits of having a credit card as well as kind of how to start or to rebuild credit if you've, if you've already messed it up. So that's what we got for today's episode. Let's get right into it. So when I started learning about credit, before I was even able to get a credit card, I started to, to understand that it, it, it almost was a brilliant system, right? These companies have set up something called a credit score, which could easily be, you know, not a thing. You didn't really need to have it, but it does simplify the process a little bit. Um, and basically what they do is that, you know, it's not easy to get a bank loan, a car loan, a student loan, or a mortgage or anything like that without, you know, a credit score. And so you are required to build credit, which means you have to have forms or lines of credit, um, in order to build these, these credit scores. And so you have to use these companies' products and these companies' products are not set up for your success. They're set they're, they're set up because they're going to make money on the interest that you owe them. So they need you to spend on the card. So there was actually a study that was shown. I was watching Dave Ramsey and he was talking about this. Um, there was a study that showed that when you physically count out the cash and hand over cash to someone, when you're paying someone for something, you there is a there's an actual pain um, that you feel. There's a, a mental pain that you feel for for you know count, like when you count out that money and physically hand it over. Whereas when you use a, a plastic card, you're not so much aware of the you know the exact cost. You're just swiping. You put it on the card. You forget about it, right? And that kind of leads to it's statistically shown that that leads to you know higher spending when you use credit cards versus cash. Um, when I grew, well, like for my household, I was not allowed to get a credit card initially. Uh, my dad really didn't want me to get one um, for the reasons that Dave Ramsey talks about. And the one thing you got to really know about Dave Ramsey is that Dave Ramsey is not going to talk about the positives behind a credit card because the people who are coming to him and listening to him are in positions of debt and holes that they've, they've dug themselves in that they need to get out. And so in no way is it a good idea for Dave Ramsey to suggest to these people that credit cards are a good idea when they've already obviously been addicted to them and have caused themselves financial harm. So my dad made that very clear that there is a lot of potential risk when it comes to using a credit card. But if you know how to properly use it and you're not carrying a balance, then you can get away with building credit without having to pay a diamond interest, right? And then you can also earn cash back as well as a couple of other benefits that come with having a credit card. So they're great, but they're only great if you know how to use them. If you don't know how to use them, they can put you in a deep, deep hole of debt that that will be a real issue for you in the future. So the first thing that factors into your credit score is your payment history. And this is the largest part. It's 35% of your credit score. And that's basically um, lenders looking to see if you're paying back your debt and, and if you're paying it back on time, right? So if you if you are carrying a balance, just make sure that whenever you get those payments, you're paying them and you're paying them on time and in full. Um, otherwise, this can really negatively affect your credit um, and it could be pretty hard to come back from. So in the beginning, don't if you can't if you can help it, do not carry a balance from one month to the next on your credit card. But if you do have to, just make sure you're making the payments. Don't miss the payments, or otherwise, it can really hurt your credit score. So the second part that kind of factors into your credit uh, score is your credit utilization. Now, this is thirty percent of your score, and this is also probably one of the most misunderstood parts about credit. A lot of people have this idea 
that if I use more of my credit limit, then the credit companies probably see that while I do use a lot of credit, it's it's always paid back in full and this and that and that, and that therefore you can be trusted with more money and that your credit score should be high. That is not at all the case. If they see that you are getting close to maximizing your credit limit, then you have a statistically higher chance of not paying back those cards. And so they see you as a greater risk the more credit you use that's available to you. So what's important is to stay below utilizing 10% of your credit. So for me, I have a $1,500 credit limit on my Discover card. So I only use $150 a month. Um, and that's so that that's the maximum I'll use um, so that I can take advantage of my cash back and all that, but and still build credit, but won't be utilizing and overutilizing so that I, I'm negatively in fact, you know, affecting my credit score. Um, this also works um, collectively. So between all of your credit cards, you take all of your credit cards uh, limits. So let's say you have three cards with $1,000 on each. Um, that's $3,000 is your credit limit uh, amongst all of them. You can only use 10% of that, or you should only use 10% of that so that you can keep that utilization low. Um, this part's important because so many people misunderstand this and it's a large part of your credit and it can, it can definitely negative effect, negatively affect you. So just keep this in mind when you're using your credit card, figure out what your 10% is, your 10% ratio, stick between five and 10% and, and you should be fine when it comes to utilization. But I do also want to mention about credit utilization. It's important to every six to 12 months to just request for a credit increase or a limit increase, I mean, because then that will increase the amount of credit that's available to you and therefore increase that that 10% or increase the amount that that 10% is that you can utilize. So therefore you can, you can continue to take advantage of all those cash back and all those kinds of rewards that you were getting. Um, and so having more credit available will let you utilize more credit up to that 10% and, and get you more cash back and things like that. So the third part uh, that factors into your credit score is your credit history length. Now, this this part, some people do get a little bit wrong too. It's 15% of your score, so it is important. All of it's important, but um, it's a little less important than your credit utilization and your, and your payment history. But when it comes to this, what's important to know is that some people kind of just think that, you know, if I you know have three credit cards, one of which I got four years ago, that I have four years of credit history. And that's not the case. The way it works is that it takes the average of your credit history. So if I have a card from four years ago and I recently opened up a new card, my my average credit, you know, the years having credit is now back down to two. So it reduces your score as you apply for new credit cards for a short period of time because you've now averaged your, your credit history length. So it's important to just understand that. Um, it's not really that big of a deal, you know, because it's important, to, like I just said, to get new lines of credit um, or to... Um, you know, increase limits and things like that. But if you're going to open a new credit card, don't do it when you're about to apply for a loan or anything like that, because that will, you know, for a short period of time, negatively impact your credit score um, in a pretty big way if you don't have a ton of credit history. So the fourth factor that comes into play um, when calculating your credit score is your credit mix. Now, this means that you, you, it's better to have a diverse portfolio of basically credit accounts, um, credit cards, car loans, student loans, mortgages, or any other kind of credit product. So it doesn't mean go out and get a car loan or you know take on a mortgage. It just means that that helps. So if you are a college student and you have student loans and you also have a credit card, that's great. You're, you're kind of diversifying your portfolio. Um, I'm sure all of us will have a mortgage at some point. So if you have a credit card, um, a mortgage, and also uh, you know like a car payment or something like that, then you're diversified your credit and that will boost your score a little bit. Again, it, this section is only 10%. So it's not that big of a deal, 
but you know, don't go out of your way to diversify your, your lines of credit, but having multiple credit cards can help. So the fifth and final factor that really kind of affects your credit score, and this is 10% is new credit lines and not so much new credit lines, like getting a new credit card. Um, but basically applying for new credit, like a mortgage, um, when they do that, they have to do what's called a hard inquiry. And that's where they just kind of ding your credit by checking into it. It kind of makes no sense to me. I mean, I'm sure there's a, there's a, a method to why they check to see why you're applying for so many different lines of credit. I'm sure there is, you know, some sort of sketchy crap that can go on with that. But basically if you're going to get, if you're going to go shopping for mortgages and things like that, try not to have any hard inquiries until you've, you know, you're about ready to do that or else those hard inquiries can kind of negatively affect you. Um, and it could impact the terms that you get on your loan. So just keep that in mind too. Like I said, it's only 10%. So just really focusing on the other kind of factors that, that affect your credit. So long story short, just don't carry a balance on a credit card. If you end up doing that, make sure you're paying your bills on time. So you're not getting hurt on that 35% of your credit score that is accounting for your payment history. Um, and you paying on time and things like that. If you're utilizing the credit, make sure that you're utilizing, utilizing below 10%. Um, that's also important because that's 30% of your um, overall credit score. Your credit history, just keep in mind that if you're applying for new credit cards and things like that, your credit history is going to temporarily change and it's going to affect your credit score um, when you get new lines of credits and things like that. Your credit mix, like I said, not so much important when we're younger, but when we get older and we have car loans or student loans or, or mortgages and things like that, that will help to diversify the credit portfolio that we have and will improve your credit score. And also with new credit, um, just avoid any hard inquiries if possible. Um, so that you aren't getting a low credit score just before you do try to go get a hard inquiry and you know, you're trying to apply for a mortgage or thing like that to buy your home. So for anyone who's already screwed up credit or is looking to start a credit, I recommend just getting a secured card and secured cards are basically where you give the company, um, money as a collateral an X amount of dollars. So for me, I was going to give, uh, discover $200, um, and then they would hold that as collateral and give me a $200 credit line every month. And then I could start using that as a credit card and building because I didn't have a cosign. Um, but then I ended up just going ahead and trying to apply for the student discovered uh, Chrome card. And I was able to get qualified and, and they gave me a $1,500 credit limit right off the bat, which is fantastic because I didn't have to do the secured credit. But if you've definitely screwed up some credit already, uh, secured lines are great because they, they, they don't require a credit uh, score to actually get, right? So it's a, a fantastic starting spot. So real quick, I just kind of want to touch on some of the benefits of credit cards because there is a lot of them. Um, like for me, I get cash back on my discovered it secured student card. Um, the reason I picked that one as my starter card is because in the first year they match all the cash back that you earn. So let's say I earn, you know, I think right now I'm up to almost 30 bucks in cash back. Uh, for owning the card for like three months, right? I, I haven't had it for that long. But if I if I earn, you know, 30 bucks on, you know, my cash back, they'll match that at the end of the year. So then I turn that cash back from 30 to 60 bucks. So effectively, I'm not getting 5% cash back on select places. I'm getting 10% cash back on select places and 2% on everything else um, in that first year. So it's a big deal when it comes to that. Uh, there's also like flight points, uh, hotel points, all kinds of stuff uh, that you can get um, as rewards for using a credit card. And for me, like I think it'd be really cool to you know get my credit score up to a place where I can apply for one of those credit cards that allows you to you know get flight points and things like that because I'd like to fly places. And you know if I ever get business expenses, I can spend that and and justify spending the money on the card so that I could earn flights and go places for free. Um, but aside from that, there's also like cards that get you into lounges at airports, which is pretty cool. Um, 
And then like, there's also like insurance and, and safety on these credit cards is a lot better. So like there are certain cards that protect and insure certain purchases when you, you know, buy things on the card. So for like electronics and things like that, I know there's certain cards that offer, you know, like if you get your laptop stolen within a certain period of time after purchasing it, they will straight up just get you a new laptop. Um, also, if you, if someone gets a hold of your debit card, for example, um, it's a lot harder to get that money back. Um, you know, if someone is a, you know, just ends up getting a hold of your credit or your debit card. So when it comes to a credit card, um, the credit bureaus or, or the companies are pretty, pretty adamant about getting their money back themselves because it's their money and they're going to make sure that, you know, everything's right. And it's most likely not going to be put on you. So it's, it's also better from that point. In. So it's safer to use, um, you know, you're going to get benefits after using them and things like that. Just be smart with them. Don't get yourself in a position where you're paying interest and stuff like that. If you are get yourself out of that position because the interest rates are astronomical when it comes to these cards, borderline predatory. Um, and yeah, just be careful, know what you're doing, know how what you're doing affects your credit score. And that's about all I have for today. So I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, follow me at the daily retail investor on Instagram or my personal at mason.tim um, or on Twitter. I still haven't fixed the handle, but it's Mason underscore Dupree DRE for daily retail investor um, on Twitter. And I follow a lot of, you know, Elon stuff and finance stuff and things like that and retweet it all the time. So yeah, just if you have any questions, let me know. Thanks for listening. And um, I'll see you guys in the next podcast. <laughs>